The C-Suite is a podcast about sharing entrepreneurship stories and illuminating financial concepts in a way that speaks to who we are as creatives, as small business owners, as entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, not as finance executives. Each episode features one finance term that is explained through career stories in conversation with friends. So join me as we dive into the highly personal stories that bring finance to life. Because you can do this. You can learn to understand it intuitively. And when we do that and put new ideas into context, that's when we can learn, plan, and thrive. Welcome to the C-Suite with Catherine. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me today in the C-Suite with Catherine. The C-Suite with Catherine is a podcast about entrepreneurship and small business finance through the lens of career stories. And in this case, through the lens of real people's real career stories that we're watching play out in real time. Today's episode is all about the style economy and something going on right now before our eyes, which I think is the perfect illustration of why it's so important to plan for a rainy day. Personally, it's been a few weeks since my last podcast episode because I've actually been dealing with a medical issue that I have, which is a challenge for me and that I have a vocal cord disorder, which recently in the last couple of years came onto my radar. It's been something that has been going on in my body since I was really small, since I was about two and I had heart surgery. And there's a weird correlation between childhood chest surgery and vocal cord dysfunction. And so long story short, occasionally I have a hard time talking, which is really inconvenient for someone who loves to talk, has a podcast, and is very vocal about a lot of things. And so it kind of set me back and I couldn't really focus on communicating in the way I wanted to and, and going about my podcast in a way I'd like to and at a frequency I'd like to do. And it kind of illustrates something, which is occasionally we have to deal with interruptions and knowing how to plan for them is really important. So today, I want to talk about why it's so important to plan for a rainy day in your business, or in the case of the example I'm going to focus on, plan for a one in a hundred year storm. So on my last solo episode, I dove into a little bit of mindset work about why I think it's so hard to talk about money and why as busy business owners, it's tempting to just cover our eyes, plug our ears, and ignore the topic entirely. And instead, just focus on trying to create more income because that'll solve our problems, right? That'll solve any cash flow challenges I'm experiencing. Not quite. Today, I want to talk about the current strike going on in Hollywood and what it means for the creative economy, what it can teach us about entrepreneurship, and what it illustrates about how we can think about the money in our small businesses. So the writer's strike is stretching into beyond its third month, past its 100-day mark. At the time of this podcast, it's August 9th when I'm recording it, 2023, there's no evidence of the Writers Guild of America the WGA, and the Screen Actors Guild America Federation of Television and Radio Artists, SAG-AFTRA. There's no evidence that they're any further along in reaching a deal. And the longer it goes on, the worse it is not for the most recognizable names on the picket line necessarily, who in theory can weather a work stoppage perhaps, but the makeup artists, the craft service workers, boom operators, and others who work in support roles in TV and movies are suddenly out of work. 
Studio heads and networks seem reluctant to indicate that a deal is on the horizon. So what does this mean for the very real people inside the creative economy? I'm talking, of course, about the wardrobe stylists, hairstylists, makeup artists, costume designers, the fashion, jewelry, and beauty brands that rely on actors and actresses wearing their products on red carpets and in promotion tours, set designers, lighting technicians, producers, showrunners, camera crews, security, local restaurants and catering companies, drivers and trucking companies. The list goes on. So what can we learn from this important workers' rights movement and how can we relate it to our lives as small business owners and creative entrepreneurs? So today I want to talk about the three scenarios that you need to keep in mind when planning your revenue, your expenses, and how to use this both as a mindset and as a practical tool to plan ahead for the unexpected. So when we think about income goals in our businesses, or even about your income as a full-time employee in a job at a company, we tend to find a common ground, an average every month, and get kind of comfortable with that. Even if it's only for a few months, we tend to settle into a sense of stasis. That also applies to your business if you're a product-based business or a service-based business. So I teach entrepreneurs how to understand the money coming in and going out of their companies so that they can learn to plan their cash flow and get proactive in their business. Start thinking ahead as to what is coming down the pipeline in my business that I need to be mindful of as it relates to income, expenses, and then critically, scenarios that may transpire in my life. We're seeing that in the writer's strike, right? Where an entire industry is having a pause in work. That's a cash flow impacting event. Cash flow is all about the timing of the money moving in and out of your business. And so if there is a stoppage, a pause in the flow of calendars and schedules, that is going to interrupt your cash flow. So one of the ways I teach the members of the Cash Flow for Creatives community how to think about potential scenarios is we look at three realities. There are three scenarios that can happen in your business. There's the expected case, right? Which is the idea of I'm kind of pretty comfortable, you know, with my income levels. I sort of know what I can expect every month. I know what my expenses are. And even if you don't really know exactly what they are, you don't anticipate adding dramatically new ones that are unexpected. You have a sense of what's coming in and what's going out. Then there's the upside scenario where let's say there's way more demand for your product or service than you expect. That's great, right? It could happen. It has happened. I've seen it happen in real businesses. And that could also impact your costs, right? Because there's two sides to the coin of making money, your income and what it costs you to deliver your product or service. So your, your demand, which is linked to your income, that might go up more than you expect. And your costs also might be less than you expect. Now that doesn't happen a lot, but sometimes it does. And so the combination of the two of those forces, the amount of demand generating income coming into your system and the costs of what you're delivering going down, come together to create 
an upside scenario, the best case possible, and even sometimes beyond your wildest dreams. Then there's the most important scenario of all, the downside. And this is what you need to be prepared with a framework of understanding what it could look like if it happens. It used to be really easy to wave off, oh, I don't really need to look at the worst case, right? That's depressing. I don't want to go there. And honestly, it's in line with what a lot of small business owners think about finance and their business and their ability to do something about all of this. They just don't want to think about it or deal with it. The reality is it's never been more important than now to understand how to think through what the downside scenario in your business can look like and explore it in advance. The downside scenario is what happens when your demand drops for your goods or your services and therefore your income decreases or potentially goes away entirely. So to relate it back to the strike, this is a scenario where let's say I'm not an actress. (laughs) Let's say I'm a wardrobe stylist and I predominantly cater to a celebrity clientele for red carpet appearances, wardrobe, you name it. So let's say all of a sudden demand for my services stops. Why? Well, there's a strike. And part of being an actor in the union that is currently on strike means if there's a strike, there's a complete work stoppage. So not only does that apply to filming, rehearsing, auditions, but it applies to the promotion components of being an actress. So right now, red carpets are stalled, movie, you know, press tours are not happening. And so that means there's a dramatic drop in demand for the services of the professionals that orbit these people who are currently striking. So how as a business owner, can you be prepared for that rainy day? How can you be prepared to understand what it will look like if your income stops? We've lived through COVID-19. We're watching a very historic strike. It's very high visibility in Hollywood. It's something that, you know, groups strike all the time. People protest for rights all the time. It's only when there's something that weaves its way into pop culture that typically you get people to pay attention. And so this is something where, you know, my, my focus with this podcast and with a, very, with a lot of my work is really to get people interested, whether that's by talking through the career of an interesting fashion designer or someone that I find really unique and admirable and doing it in a fun outfit and making it friendly and accessible The goal here is to make people interested so that they can step in and learn something and apply it to their business while not feeling totally alienated and and put off by unfamiliar business jargon. And so thinking about the writer's strike and the actor's strike is a totally approachable way to go, well, oh my gosh, if I'm in the creative economy, if I'm a part of the style economy, what do I have to know about the numbers in my business to make sure I'm not completely caught off guard? if there's a stoppage of work. All of this impacts your bottom line. I'm going to include a link in the show notes to a simple training that walks you through how to look at three scenarios in your income, your expected case, your upside case, and your downside case. And I will also tackle this in my next live 15-minute finance fix session on Friday. So that is now a series I'm doing every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I teach one simple finance concept. And there's a template and it's a spreadsheet that's being updated every week. And 
you can access it by, by clicking the link in, in the show notes here and tuning in. But the whole point here is understanding how do you visualize what you expect to be able to generate in 12 months? How do you visualize what you expect to need to spend to generate that income in 12 months? Then how do you look at scenarios that show not just the expected outcome, but what it would look like if your demand went up and what it would look like if your demand went down? Let's talk about if your demand goes up for a second. I lived this during the pandemic with the business I was working with. They created a product that was super relevant for that time and demand went through the roof. Now, great problem to have, scaling challenges where you have to suddenly really increase your ability to deliver things. You have to recognize new expenses, meaning, meaning incur new expenses because, well, it's just a different ball game when you go from having tens of customers to hundreds of customers and then thousands of customers. That has different costs associated with doing it. Now it's great, but it's challenging. So there are certain things you need to be mindful of when you are thinking through the scenario of a demand increase. So let's say you are a service provider. I'm gonna go back to this this wardrobe stylist example. So I know a a number of stylists and they have incredible, very busy jobs and careers and days. And so a, a stylist has a client, let's say they are, let's say the client is Margot Robbie, right? We're in the middle of Barbie mania and further promotion of the Barbie film just had to stop. Now it didn't impact the amazing sales of, of tickets and merch and all just the chatter all that much. But let's say you're dressing Mar- Margot Robbie and all of a sudden all the other actresses realize Margot looks incredible. I've never seen a more accurate, like a more appropriately dressed, amazing curation of looks on an actress ever. I want that stylist. So then what that's going to look like on a practical level in the stylist's inbox or on their phone or to their agent, if they have an agent, is a deluge of requests. And now that's demand increasing. That hasn't converted into sales yet, but it's demand increasing. And that's exciting. So what you then need to realize is when your demand increases, you need to be able to facilitate it. And so for a stylist, that's going to mean hiring more assistant stylists, bringing on people to deliver the work. And as a stylist, you have a top line vision, you have relationships, you have an eye and you have a network. And that's what you monetize working as a wardrobe stylist, a fashion stylist. And so then the execution behind servicing the increased demand needs to be done by a team. And so right away, if you're a service provider, you know roughly how much of your service you can deliver with the current resources that you have. So if you're a wedding planner and you have one freelance assistant, well, you kind of know how many weddings you can do in a month or a weekend and a year. Think about what it would take for you to be able to service 10% more demand, 25% more. I want you to think about what you would need to do and the expenses you would need to realize to be able to serve 50% more demand. What if your demand doubled 100% more demand? Think that through. It's a thought exercise, but it's a really important one, and it helps you understand what you need to be prepared for in the instance of an increase. 
In the instance of a decrease, which plenty of people lived through in the beginning of COVID and all of the style economy and the members that make up the industry right now are experiencing due to the strike, what would it look like if your demand stopped and your income either stopped entirely or was dramatically reduced? How long would you be able to cover your fixed overhead? So for a lot of us, that's like our apartment rent. Now, not all of that is a business expense, but I think you, you get my point. How long would you be able to survive as a business if your income dramatically decreased? What would that look like? What would you have to cut? Are there some expenses that are directly linked to sales? Are there some expenses that you have that don't really do much to generate income? Think this through, and then the template that I'm going to link to here it will give you an example of how to visualize this as well. But the point here is you absolutely have to do the work of thinking about and looking at visually what it would look like if your income stopped. Now, the style economy is a resilient place. It is full of passionate people who are doing work that they love and who want to continue to be able to do it. I think one of the most important things in order to be able to live the life you want, build the business of your dreams and create value, space where there's so much competition, it's being sure that you can arm yourself with the tools to quickly say, okay, I sense that the tides are changing here. I am able to calmly sit down, take a look at a simple spreadsheet and play around with the numbers in my business to understand my bottom line. Because only when you're able to do that are you able to make decisions with confidence, decisions about your team, about work you can take on, about your pricing, about what you can say yes to, and about what you have to pass on. So I'll summarize and close this short episode by just bringing it back to this. There is always a risk that your business could dramatically change overnight. And the best way to get ahead of that is understanding the three scenarios in your business. Your expected scenario, what you expect to happen in terms of income and expenses, your upside scenario, what it would look like if your sales went up and how that would impact your expenses. And if your expenses end up coming in less so that your overall profit grows within this, this structure. And third, the most important one, the downside scenario. Really having an idea of what it would look like if your income dramatically reduced or stopped entirely. What would that look like for your cash outflows that need to leave your business no matter what? What would it look like in terms of you being able to make quick changes to ensure that your business could survive? Because what we're seeing right now and what we've continued to see since March of 2020 is that the unexpected is possible and you will be the stronger business owner for it if you can sit down, listen to this episode a couple of times and go through the worksheet so that you can feel prepared to say, I know what I think is going to happen. I know what could potentially happen if things go really well. And more than anything, I know what it would look like if things went south. Now, they're not going to go south forever, but they get, it could get really tough until things course correct. That's my message for you today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And as always, if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at Catherine at CashflowForCreatives.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The C-Suite with Catherine. 
your friendly source for small business finance and career guidance through stories. I've linked all the resources that we talked about in this episode in the show notes below. And I can't wait for our next episode together. Thank you so much for being here. Take care.